What's going on guys? This is the Lone Salesman. Here we're going to talk about Evangelion 3.0 plus 1.0 thrice upon a time. This is a new section I like to call Tales from the Lone Salesman, where I talk about things that might be within my experience, something I saw. This isn't particularly going to be a review of the movie, but I just want to talk about kind of my experience with it. I'm not going to go too in depth and um, I'm going to avoid all spoilers as much as possible. Now, if you haven't seen the movies up until now, I am going to talk about the previous movies up until 3.0. You cannot redo a little bit about the anime and also the anime movie. So. If you haven't seen that, um, I am going to mention a few things from that. So I would suggest watching that before listening to this. To start off, I want to talk about, okay, so I want to talk about three aspects in particular. One, the characters. Two, the plot. And three, how this movie kind of fits in with the rest of the universe. I'll go ahead and talk about how I feel about each character. Now, Shinji, he is a difficult protagonist. He's not your average character you would see in a setting like this. He's a coward. He's not a fighter. And he can be very childish at times. And, well, he's a child. So, uh, I think out of all the characters, the name Shinji, Shinji is one of the most common names in uh, Japan. So, the creator, Hideaki Anno, named him this on purpose because uh, he kind of wanted to make Shinji a, a relatable character. And um, you take uh, something like Gundam, where you know uh, most of the heroes they they can be a bit childish, but they're brave and. You know, they have this sort of fighting spirit to them. And Shinji shows that at times, but, you know, he's got more interpersonal conflicts that we see and deal with. So I think for something like this, um, he's like key to everything, right? The whole show is obviously based on him. So, well, let me backtrack a little bit. So what I think about Shinji in the movie universe versus the anime, I think he's pretty much identical. Um, not too many changes except for a few scenes here and there in the first two movies, 2.0 and 1.0. Uh, 3.0, obviously, that's when things change a lot. But um, I mainly kind of want to talk about some of the newer characters like Madi. And I'm not a big fan of Madi. And to be honest, I don't think she really fits in these movies that well kind of in 3.0 and 3.0 plus one like okay if you watch the first 10 minutes of the it, it's on youtube you can watch the first 10 minutes of the 3.0 plus one uh movie and that 10 minute clip i was a little worried about the movie as a whole like it gives you a it kind of picks up where the movie left off but um I just, I'm not a fan of who she is, really. I mean, 
I get what they were kind of going for. And in the grand scheme of things, it kind of makes sense. Like when things kind of wrap up, um, they kind of do a reversal on things where I'll just leave it off at that. But she is not likable to me. I like Asuka. I like Rey. I like Shinji because uh, we see their interpersonal conflicts and we see their flaws. We see what drives them, what motivates them, what scares them, what their fears are. Uh, we don't really see that with Madi. All we know about her is she likes writing, piloting the Avas. And uh, it's like it's a game to her almost. But other than that, we don't really get any like in-depth backstory. In this movie, they kind of give her more time, but I don't know. I'll just leave it at that. One big change I do want to talk about is Shinji's father. Um, they, this, if you want to know about Shinji's father, this is like, they tell you a lot about him. And through the first three films, you know, you, you even in the anime, there's still little known about him. Like you, you kind of get glimpses of what he had in the past and who he was. And, uh, in this movie, you, you get a lot more into his character. Misato. Misato, um, drastically changed in the 3.0, uh, in the 3.0 movie. Um, and in this movie, you know, in that movie, she's a lot more closed off, and we don't really see too much of her side. We we see her completely different. And in this one, we get a little bit more into who she is, what she's become, um, especially towards the end. I mean, we already know she's pissed at Shinji, you know, but uh, in this one, we really get a better idea of how what she really feels and her her total end game right so um i really like how they handled this version of masato um i think in the movie original movie where she had that really awkward scene where she kisses shinji and uh kind of offers him insinuates that she offers him sex it, it's kind of odd i always found that part odd to me or in the original show, they kind of fixate on her relationship. It just bothered me, like, how they had to focus on, okay, well, she's like a sex addict. Like, all she wanted to do was have sex and do nothing with this guy. She was like, nothing without him. And in the anime, like, they kind of... It's a little odd. Um, and in the anime movie, it's same thing. It's like, okay, well, she's like... That's her vice, and that's who she is, or whatever. But I, I just didn't really like that. Um, whereas in the movie, she has a little bit more to do, kind of more in tune with what her father was doing. Uh, as we know, her father died in the second impact, so um, we kind of see her change. She like changes with each impact, right? So I think I would like to say like that was like another big change. So, um, and then we get a little bit more stuff revealed in the end. Well, in the middle, middle to beginning, we get some little uh, reveals that are interesting. So, uh, next, 
I don't want to talk about each character, but I will talk about the ones that kind of matter in this. And uh, we'll we'll go to Asuka next. So Asuka, she's the same as she's always been, right? Um, she's been consistent, with the exception of some awkward nudity. Her attitude towards Shinji is more or less the same in the anime and the movie. Um, her aggressiveness, she definitely is a lot more uh, stronger in this, but she has her limits, right? And this was showcased in the anime when she couldn't sync up with her, her Eva because she couldn't come to terms with her, her mother, right? So uh, in this, it's somewhat there. Uh, they they showcase a, a few new ideas of how they utilize the Avas and uh, how she empowers herself. Um, her hatred for Shinji's there. Um, now, mind you, I, I also want to mention that when I watched this movie, it was all in Japanese, no subtitles. I am not fluent in Japanese. However, I do know how to pick up words and context from conversation. So uh, a lot of this movie was me picking up things. But the sign of a good movie is showing you, not telling you. With Evangelion, it's a little difficult because the lore and the backstory to everything is, is very in-depth. And sometimes hard to understand. Like even for you know my wife, uh, even in full Japanese, she still doesn't exactly know what they're talking about. And even English subtitles, right? You're reading it English dub, however you prefer to watch it. Sometimes Evangelion needs like a second viewing to really understand what's going on, right? So going back to the characters, Asuka. I like what they did with her. I'll just leave it at that. Um, she gets, let's just say, I'll just say it's a lot better ending than what they gave in the other adaptations, uh, the original movie. It's, I'll talk about two more characters because the rest of them are kind of spoilers. So uh, lastly, I'll talk about Rei and Sakura. So first, I'll, I'll talk about Sakura first. She is Toji's sister. And... She knows Shinji very well. Uh, she gets a lot more important things to do in this movie. You know, working directly under Masato. Um, especially towards the end, you... She gets some stuff to do. Um, a lot of the other side characters, too, um, are showcased in the original anime. Uh, all the, the tech people. And then we have a little bit more insight into the other staff who are on the bridge. Not much to say, because a lot of what's to say is kind of spoilers. So I'll just say that they do have a satisfying arc, and I do like what they did incorporating her into the story, even though it's a little sloppy, kind of weird at the end. But anyway, lastly, I want to talk about Ray, And Ray is, you know, which Ray? right? That's, that's the first question. She is definitely different in this movie in so many ways and um i i like what they did because okay in 3.0 we know it's a clone right she's a clone that's that's her thing like we already know she's a clone right so 
we kind of explore that in this movie where we know she's going off with Shinji and Asuka and we kind of figure out what is her role, what is her purpose, right? So um, without getting into too much, I'll just say that um, they do something somewhat... Okay, I'll say in the original ending of the anime, they do something with Rei, Shinji, and Asuka, and that somewhat comes up in this movie, but it's done better. And if you've seen the movie or know what I'm talking about, you might know what I'm talking about. Uh, maybe later I'll make a spoilers discussion. Uh, I, I honestly would rather do that after I watch it again in subs so I can get a better understanding of everything and talk a little bit more in depth. But uh, Ray's arc is definitely interesting in this one. More so than the 3.0 where she's just kind of droning on and uh, you know we're just seeing Shinji being frustrated with dealing with you know not the real Ray, right? So okay, um, I think I talked about most of the main characters without giving away the new characters or uh, people that might come up. Um, so next I want to talk about the plot. And yeah, this is going to be short because obviously I don't want to give it away. But my overall thoughts on this was the first 30 shit. It was an hour. The first hour of the movie is not what I expected. Like it takes a big sidetrack to where you're wondering, am I really watching Evangelion? You know, is this really the fi finale of Evangelion? And after a while, it, it picks up, and then you get back into what you expect. But um, I think this was almost needed because it's a big contrast as a whole of where it goes, right? So, um, and then it's a lot of good character development, and I'll just say that if you don't like Shinji when he's being a little bitch, then yeah, he there's a lot of that kind of. So, but that's Shinji, right? That I would I would say it's a little bit more frustrating to watch than when he like initially ran away in the anime or when he quit for the second or third time. A little, it's it's more frustrating than that to watch almost. But there is some other little things that are kind of fun. Um, later as it gets on, you know, it more so more or less goes along the same track as the original ending and then the ending movie. Um, but it takes it to a whole new levels, and all I can say is the ending is is so beautiful and profound. What you're seeing, what they're saying, how they're describing it, it's just I, you know, I've seen cl plenty of people post clips on YouTube and add their own music, but I think that kind of ruins it. I like the original score to the original movies and anime. Um, this one also does great justice. And if you really hated the ending to the original anime, 
I'll it it's definitely improved here like by miles. I think most people who are fans of the you know of Evangelion in general are gonna love this ending. Like out of everything, I would say this is the best ending and should be considered the definitive ending, in my opinion, to the whole anime or franchise for that matter. Because it, it just doesn't get better than where it takes you. And the ride there is just exhilarating. It's action packed without being too corny. And it's very self aware at times where it's it's almost groundbreaking you know when you think of evangelion right it's technically categorized as a mecha anime but really we're seeing like character studies right of these pilots these characters and uh you know at the end of the anime we see the human instrumentalization where it's like everyone becomes one being right so um that is an interesting concept to me. So obviously it wouldn't be fun, but you really think about it. Like instead of being the vessels we are, you know, cause that's, that's, uh, Gendo's plan, right? Ikari-san, you know, Shinji's dad, that's his plan this whole time is he wants to wipe out everyone and, you know, go turn into goo or whatever. And he want he because he misses his wife Yui, right? So he's doing all this for his wife because he wants to be reunited. Um, as we know, Shinji's Eva um, has the soul of Yui, right? So um, that's his plan. And then he believes, of course, too, where the Avas are like a superior being, more more so than humans, as well as the angels. So. Um, where this takes you, it's just like, I don't, I can't name another show that's like made me this invested in a universe or ideology or exploring this kind of world. Like it, it's truly fascinating and I can see why it's a lot of people are turned off by it, but if you're into like sci-fi or just thrillers or deep character studies, it's just so good to watch. And I understand like if you're not into anime, right? It's this is not your typical anime and it is very self-aware. Like you'll see things that are like, why is this in here? Oh, this is weird. Right. But when you get to the end, you realize what they're doing. And that's where it becomes ingenious. And if you know, if you know where I'm talking about, if you're, t we're talking about an original anime ending, you know, where it blurs the line between reality and the Evangelion world, kind of, that's kind of brought up in this, but done better. So don't expect the ending to be too far off to, from what was originally presented, but it is just executed so, 1,000 times better because uh, in the original anime ending uh, the problem was, was money, right? So they ran out of money and then I think when they started picking it up again, that's when they started doing the recuts of the anime and the shorts and then 
finally the anime ending. Or there's also the abridged version, the abridged movie that kind of sums up the anime. But overall, like, when I came out of this movie, I was like in a Nirvana state. I just felt so good because I really just wanted to see this a satisfying conclusion and and I got it. And the funny thing is is like I would say, you know, sixty percent of the movie, you know, I didn't I was lost in translation. You know, forty percent, you know, I knew it was going on and I understood, but as Evangelion, you know, you need to know like they explain a lot. There's a lot of uh, exposition where you kind of need to know what they're talking about, but at the same time, you don't. But it's it's important if you if you're interested in in the lore and the story, like what they're talking about means something, right? And there's lessons and little things here and there. Uh, I like I could talk. I I just wish you know. I know there's other people that are into this as well, but um, it's good to just get this off my chest because I really just loved that movie and I, I wanted to share it with everyone talk about my feelings about it and um i hope that someone or there's something out there where uh, a media whether it's music a movie a show i i hope everyone can kind of find that where they just feel that satisfaction from seeing something they love so much come to a beautiful con- con- conclusion and that's why I, I think this series is, is just so much different than, than most other ones because there's a vision behind it. And every good series, show, whatever, you know, has a vision behind it. And that's what Hideaki Anno was doing. You know, he put a lot of things on hold. Uh, this movie got, you know, put on a uh, postponed several times. And that's because he was working on Shin Godzilla, and now he's working on Shin Ultraman. You know, he was working on a lot of things, and he just, I could tell, they wanted to take their time with this. They didn't want to mess it up. And I respect them so much for that, and I'm so glad that I waited. Because I can only imagine, and I can, I bet that's what happened with the anime and, and you know, the original series. At some point, it got rushed, and you know they couldn't finish it the way they wanted to um it's not a bad ending but you could tell that that's not 100% what they were going for i just it's fascinating that you know a show like this can be so mainstream especially you know in japan in america not so much i think kimetsu no yaiba is a little and you know dragon ball that's a little bit more mainstream in america but i think there's still a strong following for something like this not quite like uh, Gundam, but I think there's a strong following overall. And for me, like the mechs, the Avas, that's not what interests me the most in these shows. It's the characters, it's the plot, it's the, it's the world that they build for this. And it's just so interesting. Like, and uh, these, the, the design of the angels are genius because. Uh, when you read the Bible, right, um, that's where it gets the inspiration from, because the, in the Bible, there's these weird uh, descriptions of, you know, angels being, have eyes all over it, these weird wings, like, it's not like, you know, the halo and the feathered wings, like, it's these weird creatures, that's, that's how they describe it. 
So I just love the design of the angels. Uh, in this movie, uh, we kind of get... Uh, I didn't quite understand what the creations were. Uh, you see them in the beginning. Like, I guess Nerve, Kari-san, is Shinji's uh, dad. They, they made these weird ro- robotic angels. They're kind of like synthetic. You see them in the 3.0 movie as well. But they're almost like manufactured angels um, from Lilith. I didn't care too much for those ones. They, they were okay. I see some pretty unique Avas come in as well. Uh, overall, I, I just want to wrap this up. This movie had a big impact on me, and that's why I wanted to talk about it. And if you're waiting for this movie like I was, then all I can say is try not to watch any spoilers for it, and just know that you're in for a trip. And if you're even slightly interested in Evangelion, I highly recommend, even if you don't... You know, okay, you don't even have to watch the anime. Just watch the movies, right? Just, just pick up where the movies are. Because they pretty much backtrack everything, and they, they kind of cover everything that was in the anime. I mean, the, the biggest difference with the anime is the anime has more angels, and there's a little bit more character development, I guess. But the movies do a really great job in replacing that as well. Kind of taking out some of the filler content as well in the anime. Especially towards the end. So, that's Tales from the Lone Salesman talking about Evangelion. So, uh, if you like this, um, let me know what you want to hear me talk about specifically with Evangelion. Maybe like my thoughts on a certain character or uh, a certain plot twist or, you know, anything related with this, I am more than happy to make a follow-up and talk about maybe some of your questions or maybe you do want to know what happens. I would like to save the spoiler discussion for when I rewatch it with subtitles so I can properly talk about everything that happened because it's a lot to take in. But yeah, let me know what you think. and. For this segment, I think I'm going to talk about stuff that's more closely related to myself. Maybe next time, I think I might talk about the uh, Godzilla movies, including the new trilogy that just came out, how I feel about the original series, what my, my experience with that. I'm planning to talk another one about my experience in Japan and how I kind of you know planted my feet here. So... Um, it's been great talking. I hope you enjoyed it and just leave any feedback and questions and I will make a follow up to this to answer all of them or, uh, and if I don't answer all the questions, I'll talk about it on my Twitter at the lone salesman. going to end it here, guys. Thanks for listening. See ya. Thank you.